On tonight's show, we have journalist and entrepreneur, Ebony Alexis. And now for your host, Cool Park. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Kicking It With Cool Card. This is episode 34. I am Cool Card. Just want to thank everybody for tuning in and anybody who's ever watched the episode or just a minute of an episode. Uh, just want to give my show my gratitude for that. want to thank all the guests that have come on the show. Um, last week, who did I have on last week? I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, dang, who did I have last week? Oh! L.A. Yes, L.A. L.A. Style by, uh, let L.A. style you. A stylist, man. She's dope. Um, she's worked with uh, Jordan Sparks and a couple celebrities out there, man. So she's doing her thing. She's out in L.A. I actually met her on uh, Instagram. I saw some of her stuff, invited her on the show, and like I said, she obliged, and it, you know, it was on from there. So it was a good, really good interview. Um, really down-to-earth chick, man. Uh, she's doing her thing. So, yeah, she gained a fan, so I follow her. I support her. And anybody who knows me, I am a genuine supporter. So if I if I follow you and I see you posting about business, I'm going to like it. I'm going to share it. I'm going to tag some people in the industry. That's just what I do. And I, I would hope that other people would follow suit and do that because it it matters. You know what I'm saying? Like we're running a business. Analytics, numbers matter. That's why we're doing it. A lot of us probably wouldn't even be on Instagram or social media if it wasn't for a business trying to build a brand. So, you know, with all that said, just support other people. All right. And if you are new to the show and you have not subscribed, I invite you to do so so I can continue bringing you value from what I get off my guest. All right. Now, tonight I have a journalist kind of like myself, um, but she's she's more out in the field like she's renegade, man. She's doing red carpets and that's like fast paced. So we're going to talk about that, the different styles of journalism and, um, you know, just her path. Um, her name is Ebony Alexis. She runs EA Entertainment. She's doing a thing, man. She's interviewed a lot of um, celebrities. So yeah, yeah, she she got some names under her belt. She's doing a thing. So I'm excited to interview her. Um, she's also been on a show, a Netflix show. We're gonna talk about that too. So cool. Yes, episode 34. It's on and popping, y'all. Let's bring on Ebony. I'm gonna give her a nice little cool intro, like I do all my guests, and then we're gonna bring her in and talk to her. Let's go. Hey y'all, it's Ebony Alexis here with EA Welcome to the show. We have Ebony Alexis, y'all. What's up, girl? Hello. Hey, Man. everyone. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for coming How are on. You? Oh, I'm lovely. I'm I'm great, man. I'm I'm thankful to have you on. Coming Thank to you for having me. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I'm, I'm excited to uh, dive into your life, you know? Um, just want to get transparent with you, you know? All right, let's we, do it. We ain't going to dig too deep, but I just want to get Don't some value. Don't dig too deep now. I'll take now, I ain't going to dig too deep. <laughs> just want to get a little value out, you know, for the viewers. Um, anybody okay. out there who may just be wanting to do media or, or journalism or something like that, and maybe you can kind of mm-hmm. guide them, give them a couple more tools, you know, they can stash in their tool belt. And help them along that way. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Each one teach one. Absolutely. I'm a firm believer in that. Absolutely. Hey, a candle lights another candle, right? Yep. And yours does not go out because you do it. Exactly. Exactly. Man, <laughs> preach. You got, you yes. better preach. <laughs> you know, it's some it's the entertainment industry is real shady sometimes. Oh my know. god. Yeah. No, seriously. But you do have, you know, like in the midst of all the bad apples, you do find, you know, some good ones that are dropping gems and that are just genuinely, you know, supportive and want to help. So yeah, that's yeah. for sure. For sure. I, yeah. I found a few, I found a few along the way, man. It, it, yeah. It, a few is all you need. You know? it, yeah. And, then, and yeah. then you can weed it out and figure, you know, the rest out yourself along the way. But yeah, absolutely. All you need is one. Yes. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? So, so let's talk about you. So, First and foremost, let's give, give us a rundown of the many hats that you wear. Because I know, you you know, you do the journalism and everything. I know you do some other things. You know, okay. So, yeah, I do I do a couple of different things. And it literally, like, it sounds crazy sometimes um, to, like, say that. Because it's like, oh, you do this, you do this, you do this. It's like, you know, my dentist telling me, like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm a mechanic on the side, too. It's like, what? <laughs> like, you know, it's a, it's a lot sometimes. But, like, I... Um, so I'm a journalist. Um, that's what my degree is, is in, it's in journalism. Right. Um, I'm also a makeup artist. I've been a makeup artist for over 10 years. Um, and I've been with Mac cosmetics. You know what Mac is? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Good. Okay. You know, you know, some, some men don't know what Mac is, but yeah, I've been with Mac, um, for like eight years now. Okay. Uh, I'm a hairstylist. I used to work at a salon, but I don't do that anymore. But I still, you know, have certain clients that I take. Right. Um, and then I'm a bartender. So, oh, okay. And I'm also now just, you know, kind of venturing into photography, which, you know, I think I'm doing pretty, you know, good at for me just to be starting it. Um, and then, you know, like the whole editing thing. So I'm kind of just dipping and dabbing, you know, into a lot of different things. But like the photography and editing and all of that. Um, I've like really had to teach myself some of that stuff to help my brand, you know, EA Entertainment. So it right. does help to know, you know, how to do certain things like yourself. You know, you got the intros down, the sound is like you got everything going. So, you know, it's easier to be able to do that for yourself than have to call somebody. And, right. you know, so, yeah, that's helped me like knowing how to do some things for yourself is really a tool that helps you. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, do you edit as well? I am working on editing. Um, I'm not the best, but I can create, you know, like a basic, you know, like I can do a basic edit. So like really in quarantine, like it's helped me a lot. Like I was, you know, working on editing and learning, mm-hmm. like I, I bought a professional camera. Um, reason being because like I had a couple camera guys when I had like really big interviews cancel on me. Um, and I was like, oh no, no, this cannot happen <laughs> at the end of the day. Like right. I have to you know, on big interviews too. And I'm like, okay, at the end of the day, I have to 
at least learn how to set the camera up, press record, and then at least I have the footage and I can figure it out after that. But yeah. I was just like, okay, yeah. So I went into Best Buy and I was like, listen, give me the best camera. Like it was immediately after somebody canceled the interview. I was like, give me the best camera you have. They're yeah. like, okay, so what do you use? I'm like, I don't know. Just give me the best one with the clearest, no shake, just whatever you have. That I don't know anything about cameras, but give me the best one. And so I bought the best one sat on it for a couple years and didn't do anything with it and in quarantine i'm like you know what let me pick this camera up and just so i'm actually glad i did yeah for sure that that's cra- that's a crazy story because i was on my way to uh kevin hart mm-hmm. press junket and i was covering it for uh this company out of la called something massive and my mm-hmm. camera stopped working like oh right when i was about to leave the house my camera stopped working so i was like oh shoot i hopped in the car with the best buy I just grabbed the best thing I could find. Yeah. Struck down there. Luckily, I had like a um, I had like a little power inverter, so I, I could plug it in like a wall charger in my car. So I right. plugged it in, charged the battery up real quick. Yeah. And yeah. just got and it. That's man. the worst feeling when you don't know anything about how to use it. And I'm like a very, um, even though I'm in media, like I'm a very like old school person. As you know, I was like, wait, they have live on this. Like I'm so. You know, like I still watch my, I have a VHS tape collection. That's a little side note, right. but you know, like I'm very, like, I still read the paper. Oh, like yeah. I have a, a, a planner that I literally write everything down in. My friends are like, just use your phone. I'm like, I don't trust the phone. Let me just put it in, write it down. Like for me, writing it down just makes it. So I'm like very old. So I'm not like a really techie person. So for me, learn like teaching myself is like probably a lot more um challenging than the typical person because yeah. i'm like so far removed from that even though i'm in the industry if that makes sense <laughs> hey hey but listen when you when you know <laughs> but, I'm out here trying. <laughs> but you hey listen at the end of the day you have to have you that's mm-hmm. it you know what yep. i'm saying even if you don't know what you're doing you still gotta mm-hmm. go out there and make it look good and make it look like you know what you're doing and mm-hmm. and that's like man i'm telling you that just separates you and me because that's, that's how i am that's it separates us from other people because other people just they're afraid mm-hmm. they're afraid and i'm telling you that's why i'm doing this show that's why you're on this show people mm-hmm. need to hear this you know what i'm saying like yeah. don't be afraid of what you don't know just go for it you can learn along the way as long as you're confident you're passionate about what you're doing trust me you're gonna do all that it takes to learn what you need to know because you want it that bad you know what i'm saying right absolutely and i'm such an advocate for you know telling people like listen know that there i think for me, like this generation, right? Like I'm in the middle of it, right? I know, like I've seen the generations change. Like everything is so fast paced. Like, you know, microwave success. Like, okay, you post a YouTube video, cool, boom, you're a celebrity. Like I'm from an era where like I actually saw people passing out mixtapes. Yeah, you know, for sure. CDs and so I can understand, you know, and then I also understand how this generation feels like, okay, I'm supposed to be an overnight success yeah. because that's all you've ever seen. So yep. that work ethic and that hard work and that dedication, like that's like embedded in me because that's all I know because it's what I've seen. Yeah, that's where you so, come from. Yeah. So yeah. now like it's like I'll see, you know, like younger girls and I'll be the first one to be like, listen, I know what you see like on camera, like it looks cute and it's like, oh, hey, then I'm here. But the chaos and all the work that goes into Man. it. And especially with owning your own business. Right. You know, it's a, it's a lot it's a lot of work. Yeah. Like it's not just all fun and games. It's not just cute. I'm like, okay, I could get it together, but there could have been complete chaos. And I have a lot of, you know, situations <laughs> where it's like, okay, cool, you see me at the but you have no idea what happened 
10 minutes before I had to jump on that red carpet. Like right. crazy, like crazy stories and crazy things always happen to me. But it's like, okay, what are you going to do? Are you going to just give up or just, you know, keep pushing forward and propel yourself? Yeah. So, um, you know, like it's, it's a lot of work, you know, because I tell women like, okay, so I have my own media company. So it's my media company. I'm the correspondent for my media company. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to make sure that the videos get back to BT or MTV or whoever in a timely manner for right. their, um, you know, promotion. Sometimes I got to be the cameraman. Sometimes I have to edit. Sometimes I have to, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, listen, it's not all like, but I mean, it's rewarding when you really have, you know, put your work into something and your effort and your time yeah. and like believed in yourself and, and come out on the other side. It's like, wow, like I really, you know, I yeah. really did that because I come from, you know, a background where I do have a journalism degree. Um, I was working at, CNN for a little bit, interning, Fox 5. I wrote for this magazine. Um, and it just wasn't, like, me. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I didn't feel... I'm such a, yeah. like, natural creative. Yeah. And I just didn't feel like... I felt like, okay, I'm being ran around. Like, then I'm looking at, like, the, the ideas that I have. And I'm like, wow, like, I'm really... You know, like, the type of person, like, I want to help people and be hands-on. And it, it's just, like, not that type of situation in those... Yeah you know, newsrooms and, you know, like writing and it's just not. So I was like completely bored when I was writing. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm going to do this myself. Like if Oprah could do it, like I can do it. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So, um, so I left and I remember my mom being like, so you, (laughs) so you went and got a journalism degree and you are at Fox five. Like all you have to do is stay in, you know, climb the ladder. And so you want to leave to do what and i'm like i don't know <laughs> you know but I'm not like, this but i'm gonna figure it out and she was like okay and then like pretty soon and like again like um you know my lane has been the entertainment industry for a while like that's what i led with right but you know my heart says like okay i want to bring awareness and you know spread things that I feel like are important like and that are not talked about on mainstream media and things that we need to hear just as a community in general that are not publicized and talked about and put on the newspapers and the magazines and on you know social media sometimes and tv like so I'm like I want to talk about things that are really important um to humanity but I'm like okay I can't just hop in and just start talking about world peace and why like that's (laughs) not gonna catch the attention so I'm like okay cool let me start and, you know, build my platform and, you know, do the celeb interviews and this, this, this. And so slowly, like, I'm incorporating, you know, different things in that transition, if that makes sense. So it's yeah. like, okay, I'll throw a little bit here. Even if it's something that makes somebody like, you know what? I never thought about this like that. Or, you know what? That makes sense. Like, you know, just dropping little gems here and there, like, with, you know, through different projects. So through EA Entertainment, like, I really do. Um, it's like an umbrella and it's like a lot of different things that I do under there. <laughs> So, so when you first, so when you first left Fox Five and, and CNN and all that, mm-hmm. how did you, for someone listening who's like, I'm at Square One, I don't want to work a nine to five, I want to get into this. How? How did you get going? How did you start making your connections to make your way to these red carpets, be invited, and get the press passes and all that? You know, I really, when they say started from the bottom, like started from the bottom, like I had like. <laughs> 
like when I say I don't even know, like literally God and you know praying and direction and really trying to fit, you know, like really trying to figure it out. Because at one point I'm like, oh, was that a good choice? Like I don't know. And right. it's like every time I would like step back and be like, okay. And I'm always like I'm a very you know spiritual person. Like I can just feel certain stuff, and I'm just like always like okay if this isn't right i don't want to you know I'm, i don't want to play about it like if it's not what i'm supposed to be doing just show me a sign right. like you know and um like every time like even you know now because because it's never being an entrepreneur is like a, a role oh, you know oh, what i mean you gotta like, love the journey yeah you like, gotta love the journey black line sometimes you feel like you're just <laughs> like really here and then you just go right. down and then something like it's literally like that. Like you yeah. can't go into it and expect everything to be all great all the time. So even now when I get here, sometimes like I got to look back and be like, okay, you started here. You you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's a constant, you know, mind, you know, battle and just, just experience where you have to like step back sometimes and realize like where you came from yeah. to that point. But I literally, um, I remember... I was, I remember my first, um, I actually like one of the people who I like really admired, um, interviewing was, uh, Bobby Brown. Mm -hmm. And this was kind of like early on. And I remember like, I was not even supposed to like necessarily, like I was not supposed to like be there. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna just go in and I don't, again, I don't, I'm not telling anybody to do this, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Let me just, like, I need this interview. Like, Bobby Brown is super dope. Like, he's a legend. Like, that'll be really awesome for me to do it. So I just, like, walked in like I was supposed to be there and walked up to him and, you know, got my interview. And um, that's not the first one I did, but it was, like, one of the first ones that of someone that I was really, like, wow, like, this yeah. is, like, this is Bobby Brown. Yeah. Like, this is the Whitney Houston's ex. Like, this yeah. is Bobby. Like, this is crazy. So that was the first one. Um and you and know, from there. you know, I'm sorry to cut you off, but you know what the funny thing is, though, mm -hmm. when you finally interview somebody of that stature, mm -hmm. doesn't it feel like they're just regular people. It's just you, you, yeah, you're you're overwhelmed, mm -hmm. right? Because she's like, it's Bobby Brown, but then when you get to talking to him, you're just talking to another and, person. And that's another thing um, about you know media, and for me, like why I love it so much is because I feel like. A lot of people are, you know, especially celebrities are so misunderstood and it's yeah. like we hold them to this high standard and if, you know, they cheat or if they talk to somebody man or if they do any of the things that normal people do yeah. that we would be like, oh, whatever. It's like, oh my God, right. this happened and this happened. Not saying that some of the things are not worse than others, but it you, they're human. So people it's just like people. at the end of the day, you got to just bring it down and be like, okay, this is just a person in a yeah. different tax bracket. They have a different job. Their yeah. job is to entertain. You know, yours could be anything, but theirs is to entertain and they they happen to be at the forefront. So when they go through things, everybody sees it. When they break up, when they switch mm -hmm. boyfriends, when they, you know, talk to somebody and, you know, they decide, look, I don't like them anymore. We're not dating. It's like, oh my gosh, she was just talking to him. She dated. It's like, that, that happens in real life. You yeah. know, you might not like somebody or be feeling them anymore and you want to, you know, but Somebody took a picture of y'all at lunch and now it's all over TMZ. So it's like... And, and this is the thing, though. <laughs> see, what we see in the media is not always in real time anyway. These people could have been having problems or could have split a year mm -hmm. ago, six months yeah. ago. 
And now we're just getting, you know, we're just getting no, uh, notice of it because it's now it's being publicized. You don't know mm-hmm. what's going on in these people's lives. You don't know what drove that person to do what they did. Not saying it's the right thing to do, but right. we all go through things. Just like John Legend said, we're all ordinary people. We really mm-hmm. are. Everything yep. that we go through, they go through and it's under yep. a microscope. Yep. Imagine especially, that. Yeah, especially if somebody's in a bad mood. Like, And for me, like, especially, like, I think about what people are like i look at them like okay this is a normal person like especially Mm -hmm. like on the red carpet it's crowded it's hot you got everybody in your face with the phone you know and i can i'm like a i can feel energy you know what i mean so i can absolutely somebody is you know not you know so i'll lead with like listen i know you tired i know it's hot (laughs) but let me you know and 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 to be personable like really helps because you know you break somebody down and then they're laughing and it's like okay you know what i mean and and i think you know personality and who you are has a lot to do with it you know like i may get answers from somebody that you may not because they may feel like you're rude or you're you know what i mean but if you can just break down and be like hey this is a person yes they want to be respected they don't want to be grabbed and tugged they don't want you in their face yes that's you know? fun, that's crazy because I was gonna ask you that too. I was gonna say when you're on the red carpet because you know like well, what I do is kind of a different pace, kind of a different uh, angle. I guess you gotta kind of approach the interview because like mine is mm-hmm. more premeditated. I can go, I can dig, I can get information on you. And I've done mm-hmm. red carpets. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you're on that red carpet, I know for me what it's like. But for you, describe what it takes to like what type of mindset do you have to be in? Because it's fast paced. You gotta think on your feet. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, I was going to ask you, what is there, like, a technique that you use to kind of uh, get the most out of the interview in that little bit of time and to 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 basically bring them in, make them feel comfortable? Because I know what I do for this show to make mm-hmm. people feel comfortable and we can talk mm-hmm. all day like we're just friends, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But what do you do? And for as far as the, the mindset of the fast pace and thinking on your feet, because you just answered about making them feel comfortable. So for me, it's like there is so much like going on behind the scenes that you do not see. Yeah. Uh, It's like and to sum it up, it's chaos. It's sometimes it's hot. It is cramped. Like, okay, so I was at and this is like a little side story, but I'm going to get back to the point. Okay. I was at um, the BET Social Awards Mm -hmm. one year um, and it was like the first year that they were doing it. I had just. And, and I really wanted to do it. I had just the day before I did the social awards, I had just gotten out of the hospital. And because um, I had like, I had the flu really bad. I was like weak. You know how you just can't even hardly stand up. But I'm like, right. I got to do this award show. My mom was like, no, you don't need to do it. I'm like, no, it's the first social awards. I need this. Like, I need this for my... Right. So, you know, like I went to this award show and the lights, I don't know what it was. Like the lights were beaming down. I was just high. I just kept trying to, I had done a couple interviews and I just kept feeling like just really hot. So there was a correspondent next to me and, you know, she was just kind of doing her thing. And like I said, you're like this. So I was Mm -hmm. just like, I was like, it's really hot. And that's all I remember saying. It's really hot. I passed out. Oh, word. Yes. A stretcher. They had to come like, (laughs) oh, they had to come get me. Like I I was on a gurney. (laughs) Was it from fatigue or something? At the, I was just like I had just gotten out of the hospital. Like you know how you're sick and you can't really eat. I was weak. Yeah. And then these lights are so bright. Yeah. And I was just overheated. I probably didn't drink enough water. I don't know. But and I then, passed out. 
and then it's a hustle out there too because you can't I, just stand back you have you can't do that we, yeah you, you can't be... stand back and expect them to come to you because somebody gonna yeah, jump no. right in front of no. you and be like hey yeah and it's, get a, it's, a, it's a hustle so i literally passed out okay um and i was like when i opened my eyes i was in this little room and i'm like eric Kabadu was snip. like i gotta get out of here before eric Kabadu. they're like girl you just passed out and i'm like can you please let me back out there like i've been oh I was my like, god like i was like so determined i'm like i don't care like i'm fine now the the paramedic was like we're sending you home i was like no please like, just, like I really to be here so i like literally begged these people right and um so the guy the paramedic i was like there was like my blood pressure was like low or something and i was oh, telling wow. him yeah and i was like what does my blood pressure have to be to, for them to let me back out he was like it's not like they're sending you home i said listen i said i have my own media company <laughs> I said, and I really need this. I really need to be here. And I really want to meet Erica Badu and interview her. I said, please let me back out. So he was like, I can't do that. I can't do that. I was like, please. And so they were sending the head, the um, like head lady of BT in there to tell me that I had to go home because I kept telling them, no, I'm not going home. Right. And so she was coming in there to be like, okay, you have to go home. So I said, can you tell her when she comes in here that I'm okay? He's like, but you're not okay. I said, please. So he, so the lady came in there <laughs> and he's oh, like, um, wow. so I like gave him this look. And then he was like, is she okay? And he's like, uh, I think he was like, she's fine. She just got a little overheated. And I was like, like, I, <laughs> right. And so then she left. Um, and he, she was like, okay, just make sure that you, you know, if you start feeling, I was like, okay. She's like, are you sure? And this lady looking me in my eyes and I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Meanwhile, People's I was probably like, dilated. I was dying. I felt like I was about to pass out then when she was asking me, but oh I'm like, my God. no, I was like, no, I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And she was like, okay it is like she was trying to read me and i'm like i'm good wow <laughs> and, so left and he was like so then he was like you crazy <laughs> he said but i just got a feeling it's gonna work out for you because if you that crazy to just want to like it's gonna like whatever you trying to do is gonna work out he said eat right. these crackers and drink this water and go back out there so i i sat for a second miss erica badu but you know Hopefully one day I'll get to she'll grace me with her presence. Oh, <laughs> but but I went I went back out there. Again, disclaimer, I'm not advising anybody to work while they're sick, but I wanted it that bad to where I was like, okay, pass out or not, sick or not, flu or not. That's I dedication. Got but yeah, but it's literally chaos. You know, so for me yeah. it's all about having like a calm you gotta be calm because mm -hmm. there's so much going around you. Yeah can't be like flustered because people are going to pick up on that people yep. pick up if you're nervous if you're afraid if you're flustered if you don't know what you're talking about if you yep. but but naturally i'm like a pretty um like i'm like a quick witty person anyway so if somebody says a joke like i'm the type of person i'll come back yeah you know with something quick so it's the same it translates into media for me so if somebody says something or i'm asking a question you can kind of tell when somebody doesn't want to talk about something but i've had moments where people like i you know and i'm like okay well and then i switch it and just you know turn it into like you know fun and yeah. just like okay no pressure so i mean for me it's just like i just have to stay calm like during that because if you are not they're gonna people pick up on that yeah you know sure. what I mean? that nervous energy yeah definitely yeah, yeah. yeah. i want to um i got a clip of you at the award show Wanna... Oh, which one? The one I passed out? I'm going to tell you this one. <laughs> <laughs>
I'll let you know if it's that one. All right. I'm going to, uh, yeah, we're going to go to it and uh, we're going to see. <laughs> Check it out, Let's y'all. Let me see you speak home. a lot about entrepreneurship. Like, what do you have to say to any young entrepreneur starting, you know what I mean, trying to start a business or create, you know? Man, just stay focused. Nobody did this before me. Yeah. I'm the youngest artist to do it, you know what I'm saying? So, it's a beautiful thing. Young entrepreneurs, just stay inspired, stay focused. Don't let nobody discourage you. So, you acting, you do comedy. I heard this R&B, you dancing. Like, what's up? Like, how are we... You just keep busting stuff out. Like, hey, they got they got to get it all. God bless me with all these talents, so y'all got to get it. The whole package, you dig what I'm saying? So it ain't no just no one thing. I'm in different lanes, and I got to show y'all every lane. You and you doing that? Cause I didn't even know you had it. Can I see a dance move? Yeah, you you, know, you know okay. what I'm saying? Oh, oh, okay. Don't want to hurt nobody. <laughs> don't want to hurt nobody. Look, work on that. I follow y'all, watch your social media. You recently started doing these hood videos yeah. and those have got so much attention and it is so real are you like secretly really hood like you 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 hood for real you gotta be because you gotta be hood because you do it too good it's just like the the movements the mannerisms the way i mean it gotta be real no you don't that's all i want to know like you hood but you can turn out there you go turn it on and turn it off okay y'all so he really hood but he know <laughs> and you see how I like to inform to you know what I mean like each like I talk to people like the way you know what I yeah. mean like the way that they are so that they kind of you know relate but again yeah. like you know um, I prepare myself like on the flip side of things like I prepare myself you know I do my research like I try to know you know stay current with what's you know going on and you mm. know like all of that stuff you know and what that's I, what I was like I keep hearing about like like the baby has like a bad rep for like slapping people and you know like doing all of these things like people are like oh he's mean to his fans but he's actually like a really like a really nice guy like they're not approaching like really, him right yeah it's but see he's one of those people again human if you grab me I'm gonna slap you so exactly. it's just like know your limits he's yeah. not one of those people you could tug on or pull their face or, right you know but he's he's really like an actually nice guy I'm like oh you're so nice like you know but it's like we have these preconceived notions about the way that people are and it's like it's media you know yeah 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 I, listen man i had um and like for for this show was michael mm-hmm. blackson was like my first big name or whatever and i had him a couple weeks ago so uh-huh. what i I, I think he appreciated it because you know every single interview that you see him on, what's he doing? Clapping, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's really not even an interview. It's just joke. He's joking, joking. Yeah, he gave me one of the funniest drops ever. I gotta let you listen to it later, but he's hilarious. Yeah, man, that yeah. dude is crazy. But mm-hmm. I, I I think I accomplished what I set out to do is have a real down to earth conversation. conversation with him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I don't. Mm-hmm. He might have cracked two jokes, but it was like in conversation you know what i'm saying right i was like cool and i think he appreciated that because he he was really open you know what i'm saying like he would not he wouldn't stop talking like i didn't really have to ask too many questions because he was just going so i was like Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because i mean think about it like comedians like their life is making people laugh and it's like you meet them and it's like tell me a joke they're like damn it i'm just i I just want to like i just want to eat like i'm not funny (laughs) you know like like my career is funny like can i just chill right you know people don't respect that like personal space like it's uh, it's crazy like people could be eating and you know it's like hey and it's just like pay attention to what's going on so sometimes when you talk to a celebrity and you get a bad reaction it's like 
you know, maybe they're doing something, maybe like, yeah. you sometimes you're in a bad mood. Like everybody has their days. Like maybe just kind of on a bad day. Like it, it's crazy. Like exactly. I said, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you just don't want to be bothered, period. Right. Yeah. But, they, but I mean, it's like, they're not allowed to not be bothered. And that's like, yeah. not. Cause you know what people, man, it, it's sad that people take this approach, but they be like, you know, I pay your bills type of way. You know what I'm saying? That's how people mm-hmm. approach them. Like, how you? Mm-hmm. How dare you? Like, if it wasn't for your fans, you wouldn't be eating. And, I mean, it's the truth, but there's, right. they should be able to live a life, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's crazy, man. Real mm-hmm. quick, who were you? Because you spoke about, um, you know, having people, a, a few people that you can kind of uh, meet in the industry and help you out. Like, who were your mentors? Did you have any mentors coming up? Or um, now? You know... In, in this, like, I have, um, I wouldn't say mentors. You know, like, I honestly, um, I look for mentors in everyone. You know, because I'm, like, naturally inquisitive. You know, so if it's something that I see you doing, like, I'm going to ask questions. Like, oh, well, how did you do this? Or how did you, you know, do that? But, I mean, people who um, have been successful in a particular area, like, I do make it my business to study them, study you know what I mean? Like yeah. what they did, like different paths like that you could take. And, you know, essentially like I want to do things, you know, my way, but it helps to see, okay, you can do this, you can do this because now like, I, I don't think I'm going to, you know, necessarily do entertainment forever. Like I'm now looking into like getting on the production side of things, which is crazy oh. because I never, you know, thought that I would be there, but you right. know, time changes, things change, you know? So I'm not necessarily looking to be like with my company. Like, I don't necessarily want to be like the forefront, the face, like out there, okay. you know, hands on so much anymore because I've done it. Not that I'm done with it, but it's just kind of like, okay, you know, what's next? Right. You know, so I was going to um, ask you too with, um, you know, well, for those that don't know, she was on uh, Netflix, Netflix, the Netflix show Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. So I want you to kind of tell us a little bit about how that happened, how that came about, and then like the process. And then I had a question uh, about what you can answer this later on, but it's kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of um, a question to what you were just talking about. What did what did you take from that? What was the take? What were the takeaways of being on set that you kind of learned about the business and behind the scenes? You know what I'm saying? With that show, first of all, I learned that um, editing has a lot to do with everything. <laughs> like, and I did not know. Like, yeah, you can reality TV. Like, again, Love Is Blind was very real. Like, I was there. Like, it was not fake. It was not staged. Like, everything. Because people were like, oh, that's fake. Oh, like, I like it was one thousand percent completely real. probably one of the craziest things that I have ever done um yeah like to consider marrying someone I have not seen (laughs) so you were really considering it like you really have to have you dated in Atlanta um listen me do I need to say more Jesus um you know I think I know it's hard out here I know yeah like whoo um, anyway, so anybody who dated in Atlanta will feel this. Oh, um, you definitely like because you know, I had someone contact me, like, hey, you know, there's 15 men who are looking for their wives. I'm like, what? Like, wow, what? where? Like, it, and it's funny because in the intro of Love is Blind, that was a real reaction. Like, I was like, 
you know, they tell me they're, they, you know, they want commitment. They're looking for wives. And I'm like, what, where, where? Cause that's when they, when they called me, the producers, you know, contacted me, um, about it. I'm like fit Atlanta, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. You have 15 men who, who want a wife. Who actually <laughs> want a wife. In Atlanta, where, where? Cause I feel like I, like, am I not having a good luck? Like, where did y'all find them at? Where did y'all go? Right. But, um, <laughs> in a monogamous so, relationship. <laughs> right, right. I'm like, so just me? Like, me by myself. Like, they just want. <laughs> so right. I had a lot of questions, you know. So imagine my surprise. But, um, you know, again, like I said, it was like one of the craziest things that I've ever done. And I'm like, they're like, okay, you're, you're going to meet th- this person. You're going to be behind a wall um, and you can't see them. You just talk to them and you get to know them for who they are on the inside. So I was like, you know what? That's kind of dope, though, because everyone, like when you first meet someone, it is physical attraction. It's like, okay, yep. do I think you're cute? Okay, you think I'm cute? All right, cool. Let's do this. Right. And a lot of times, and I've been in those situations and relationships where it was like, okay, the person is attractive and it's like, you try to make it work and they try to make it work with you based on that. And it's like, we're really not compatible. We don't yep. have this anymore. I was like, can I just like sit in a room with you and talk about nothing? Right. Like, that's me. Like, I'm a big, like, I have to be able to, like, I've always told myself, like, the person, you know, that I end up with, like, I want to <laughs> like, just like and love them so much that if they lost, and this is kind of dramatic, but don't judge me, I'm Aquarius. But I'm like, if they lost both of their legs and arms, would I still be with them? Right. <laughs> and I know that's crazy, but I'm like a very, you know, loyal person. So it's just like, for me, if I could be with you and you don't have any arms or any legs, like, that's how I know. Like, would I sit there and wheel you around with nubs? But that's a real question, though, because there's a lot of shallow people that would do that. You know what I mean? Like, you could deal with someone and they just leave you because of anything. So it's just like, I want it to be mutual. Like, if I didn't have, like, could we, you know. So, um, you know, that posed a deeper question to me. And I, like, really had to think about it. I'm like, wow, like, so I would just really be getting to know them. They don't know what I look like. I don't know what they look like. (laughs) Like, all right, cool, let's do it. Like. You know, and then all within four weeks, you get engaged and married and have a wedding. And it's that's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> so how so did someone actually end up getting married? I didn't yeah, actually watch. Um, I didn't watch the, uh, all of it. But yeah. Yeah. there. And you know what? The crazy thing is, like all of the all of the cast, like we're still, you know, close. Like we're still friends. Like we still talk and text on a regular basis because you have to think, even though it was a certain way um set up for the fans and the viewers like you're still in this house with these women they took away our phones we didn't have tvs we didn't have radios we could not call a sister friend cousin mom and be like hey you know so there's one guy i don't know if i should pick between him or him but they didn't want any outside influence it was just you your heart and how long um it was like a i think it was like a couple weeks that they they did the dating like which is behind the you know, behind the walls. And so, but I will tell you this, and it sounds crazy, but if you're talking to someone, like if you go out on a date, Mm -hmm. you're going to be asking normal date questions. Like, oh, so where are you from? Okay, so what you do? All that. Don't miss that. But anyway, you're going to, you you know, you're going to have those conversations where you're getting ready to, you're getting to know everybody and like all of this and all of that. 
we were asking questions like because it's like okay you're about to marry this person so we're asking like what are your beliefs like what are your values hey. like what are your thoughts on children like how do your parents feel about this like right what are your flaws like you know and so you're open you're behind, like you're behind the wall talking to somebody telling them like your deepest everything That's and it's just so comfortable because it's like i can't see them you know they don't know what i look like you're not worried about like being cute if you right. got lipstick on your teeth if you got a hair somewhere like you're just really having a conversation and being yourself and getting to know someone and um so it's very possible you know so i i do think it was a beautiful thing like a lot of people you know fell in love um the two was it yeah two amber and barnett lauren and cameron got um married and are still happily married um you know how long ago, of, i'm sorry how long ago was this shot um this was that this was in 2018 so oh, you have to damn. say like they got married in 2018 and the show came out um feb in february so they had to hide their whole marriage you know for like over like a year and a half which was crazy wow. you know um but so i mean it was a beautiful thing just thinking like they met on the premise of like not even seeing each other that's and it's like okay cool y'all happen to be attracted to each other that's great right um so i feel like the experiment did work you know like ultimately like people fell for each other based on personality and then they saw each other then it was like oh wow okay you cute too but i already like you as a person so you right. feel you know what i mean connected so it was it was weird, you know. <laughs> crazy. So, but the crazy. thing that they all did, that everyone had in common was they were looking for love and they were ready to be married. And especially a lot of the women. And, and the thing is, you know, the thing about it is that like we all came from, you know, different demographics and different walks of life. And like, we all had the same thing in common. Like, we're tired of dating and bs like mm -hmm. i was looking for somebody to be committed and serious and again like you know no shade to the men but you know it's like 23 to 1 yep. you know so the chances of like i mean you could date 23 women given they don't run in the same circles mm -hmm. and they not know about each other yeah like we don't have in that Atlanta. like i don't think i wouldn't <laughs> want to do that like as a woman yeah but um yeah, it's just like over, like it, it, it's just a lot. So I think all of the women were just like pretty much in the same place. Like, okay, cool. And then, you know, on the other hand, you have men who are like, well, there's no good women out here. And like, I'm all like, I really had to. And I think this show has helped me with that because I always like, I mean, you know, there's good women everywhere. Like men don't have that. It's y'all, it's y'all. But it's like, right. no, I see now like, how you know men could say that about you know the women in atlanta too so it's like if you're you know a man and you're looking to be serious you want a wife you want children you got to think like okay so let me look at daddies out here yeah let me just yeah that's <laughs> like do you really do you really like me for me or like do i have to give you something right. or you know yeah. can I, are you going to be able to raise my kids and like do we get along? Are we going to, can you, are you a good, would you be a good mom to my children? So again, there are some men who really care about that. They're not just going to lay down and have a baby with anybody. They want to make sure she's a good woman and can run a household and, you know, take care of him, the family, like everything before you do that. So, you know, I had to like rough. open up my eyes and be like, okay, like, you know, what? It's rough out there. Yeah. I, I mean, feel for y'all. <laughs> again, it's like a needle in a haystack. I feel for y'all. That dating scene is crazy. Like, yeah. for real. Like, so the guys, this is the thing with the guys. The guys have too many options. 
mm-hmm. and they know that if this one ain't acting right, I could turn right. But, and, I, and that's the thing. I think that nobody takes the time to like focus their attention long enough because mm-hmm. everyone, especially with these dating apps and yeah. Instagram, just everything, like just all the women, period. I think yeah. it's just like a, Too I can much. go get another one. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's disposable. Not saying that the guys are necessarily bad, like because I do yeah. feel like they're good men, but I just feel like it's, you know, as far as the attention goes, like, oh, well, I mean, we had an argument. Yeah, when you have too hey, many options, you know, when you have too many options, it's just not a good, it's not a good. You know, me and Amanda got into it. I'm about to call Leslie. Right. Oh, Leslie got an attitude. I'm about to call Keisha. It's like, God. Like, so yeah. I think men have that option. It's like, you don't want to like really stay and work through it and, and fight it. And a lot of people would rather, instead of battling whatever issues they're having or communication issues or personal problems, you would rather say, forget it. I'm not going to work on it. Let me just go to someone else. But you end up in this repetitive cycle yep. of serial dating or whatever it is, because you're not facing yourself and you're not dealing with your own issues and your own problems, because maybe it's you, but you don't want to take the time to fix it with anybody because you can just move on. Yeah, you know. but then on the flip side of that, now the women to combat that behavior, it's like oh, you gotta combat it now. Come on, what no, you no, got no, 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 no. I'm I'm neutral in this. I, I don't care. Right. I ain't like, like, I don't got nothing to do. With yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm neutral. I ain't taking it up for nobody. I'm just saying. I'm playing devil's advocate. So the women right. to combat that, they're like, okay, since the guys, their attention span is short. They're over here. They're over there. They're, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. run his pockets, get what I can get out of them, and keep a sugar daddy. That's that's what's going on out here. You know what? That whole sugar daddy life, like I have never been like <laughs> I can't do like I cannot do that. You Listen. feel what I'm saying? Like for me, I think it's so unattractive if a man and I've had men do that like during dates, like pull out their money or talk about yeah. like their success and this and that. And to me that's a turnoff because to me it tells me oh, okay, you feel like because you're successful that you don't actually have to earn me mm. and you think you can buy me. Yeah. And no, that means you have <laughs> zero respect. So I, I don't want to hear about what you did and what you got. Right. At the end of the day, like I was raised like whatever is in that man's pocket is in his pocket. It is, yeah. And you get it yourself and you keep it. You don't have to depend on a man to do X, Y, and Z for you if you, you know, have your own, you know? So for me, it's just always kind of been like, hmm, that's like a turn off. Like, don't yeah. try to tell me what you're going to buy and what you can do. Cause it just, it just makes it like, you don't have to put any effort. No, you still have to work. You still have to date. You still have to communicate, be consistent, call, Yeah. you know, just regular dating stuff. But I just feel like when women come and they, you know, demand certain things, it makes it, you know, seem like it's too much or like you just asking for too much. It's like, uh, no, we're grown. You know, <laughs> right. I need a little consistency if you're trying to, you know, like I need to hear from you every day, several times. It's just like the, the smallest things like are just like, it's just too much. And it, and for me, it's like, I've always been the type of person like, okay, if it's too much or what I'm asking, it's like somebody is out there and they can do that. Like whatever it is that you are not willing to do with somebody else that's going to do it. Yeah. So it's just a matter of, do you want to wait for that person who's going to do it and, and come to where you are? Like, and I always tell ladies, don't ever bring yourself down. Like, wait until a man can meet you up where you at. You know, because if you do that, you know, you're missing out. So it's just like, are you going to wait, though, for somebody to find somebody who can meet you at your level or not? But then you find a lot of women just settling just because they lonely or 
you know. Yeah. But while I was single, I mastered being lonely. Like I was reading, I was painting. <laughs> you know, I have fun with myself. Like I can easily entertain myself. I was having Beyonce concerts in the mirror. Like it's a lot to do. Yeah. You know? Eating <laughs> <laughs> myself, do dishes. Like, come on, ladies, y'all gotta, you know, it's a lot that you can do. You don't have to just be single. Like everybody there's like a negative connotation with being single and it's not a negative thing. Like if you are in the right mental space, like you use that time to build yourself mentally, emotionally, financially, so that when you do meet someone, you have something to bring to the table. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 And it's, it's like for those guys too, that, you know, flash their money and all, they make it hard for the regular brothers that can't do that. And then, mm-hmm. and if, so it's a crazy dynamic. It's a crazy dynamic because you get the regular guys who you know yeah. nine to five. They ain't got you know they ain't got the stacks and all that to be mm-hmm. flashy, whatever. But then they run into these girls who mm-hmm. who like a guy who likes a guy like that. So it makes it hard for them. But then it's like a catch twenty two because the, the nine to five or the guy who don't really have it like that come to find out he's not gonna want her anyway because all she's gonna do is take the little bit he got. But and see and like you said too. You will hear a person say, "Man, she crazy, but she bad, man." You know what I'm saying? Like, so toxic, people, toxic. <laughs> people get hung like, up on these looks, and and you know how freaky she may be or whatever, and but she's running them, and they stick in there because the look that booty oh. will be your downfall, fellas. <laughs> Don't hey, listen. Get blinded by the booty. You like, you're hearing it from a woman. You better listen. Yes, it, it will because it, it, it's crazy because I know women like that, and I always tell men like y'all have to raise y'all standards. Y'all gotta have standards too. I don't want a man who doesn't have any standards. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you just out here, you gonna talk to this person and this person and this person. Like mm, I don't like I'm good. Like. <laughs> You know, have some standards. Be able to tell a woman no. Like, know what you're worth. Like, at the end of the yeah. day, it's not just women, like, knowing their worth, rah, rah, rah. Like, men, you have to know, like, okay, listen, if you want a man, like, I can be a man to you. I can do normal men things. Like, I can provide romance. I can, you know, I will be a good husband, a good father. Like, you got to worry about what's in here and here and not all of this. And that yeah. that is one thing that was a big takeaway from the show. Like, wow, like you really got a chance to see like what's in somebody's heart, what's in their yeah. head, what are they thinking about instead of this? Cause it's going to go, you know what yeah, I mean? Like sure, sure. boobs going to drop at some point, yep. you know, yep. you, men go bald. Like, I mean, you're not always going <laughs> to, yep. you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So you gotta like, you gotta like and love that person. Yeah. Like that, for them, like yeah. no matter what, like, so at the end of the day, it's who's going to ride it out with you. Not just, through the glamorous times but you know when you're going through some shit when you feel like oh my god i can't you know like you gotta have somebody who's in your corner who's like literally there for you because you know that same woman is gonna the minute you lose whatever money it is that you have she's gonna be gone and that's why i never understand like these rappers and like all of these who oh who get these video vixen and oh my god she did me dirty like what did you attract what did y'all what was the foundation Right. Where did y'all start? What did y'all have to stand on? If it was some money, money. and you broke, just go. She don't love you. She <laughs> going to the next dude with some money. Yep. And I don't blame her because that's what you tried to get her with. Like, yeah. so that's for sure. You know, that's what you're trying to try. So that's what like it was built on. So, yeah. Yeah. They have to start stepping it up too. Like, it's not just on us. They complain about, oh, I don't like this. And, oh, I'm not worried about this. I want a good woman. Okay, then, then. It's funny because, like, a lot of times, like, what men say that they want and who they entertain. Oh, yes. 
yeah, yeah. Two separate things. It goes you know both I mean? ways too. It goes both ways too. Yeah. Two separate things. Because like, girls, like, what? Women that talk about they want a good man and this and that and respect them and this and that and they they, not, your actions aren't showing that. Yeah. I mean that's just yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. So on that show, on the show, was it the, was it the idea of having everybody step like leave out of there with um, a partner? Or? They, I don't think they really. Um, they had an idea of who they thought would mesh and who, mm-hmm. you know. But a lot of things I think that they thought would go a certain way didn't. Like they were even surprised at the way it turned out, you know. Um, mm, okay. So I, I think that they didn't. They didn't have like a certain amount of. I mean, everyone was even number, you know, so it wasn't like it, like everybody potentially could have had a match. But, you know, energy, just, you know, who you got along with. Like, people just naturally gravitated who, because it's the voice. Like, you can't yeah. see them. You don't know what they look like. And, and you want to, you know, kind of steer clear of talking about that stuff they told us, too, because it's not about that. That's not what we're here for. Right. You guys have all been dating the same. You know, I was one of them, like... Okay, he got to be this tall. He needs to be this. He needs to be this. You know, you like, you really don't know what you want. You get what I'm saying, and not really like okay, what type of I had to sit back and be like, okay, what type of like man do I need? Like, what type of woman? What type of woman am I? And what type of man do I need? And who's compatible like, with you? And who's compatible with me? So it's like you yeah. looks have nothing to do with it so i don't think they had a certain number in mind but i do think that they were surprised at the outcome like i'm still like even shocked when i see it sometimes you know and i you know when i see certain people like on instagram because you know like now like everybody's doing like really well especially the people who've gotten engaged and married so whenever i see somebody like on any post saying anything about love is mine like no because it's real but so many people think it's not and I'm just like no this is like a real thing that happened and you know like just be happy for love like whoever it is like love who you love like and and I know with that show it wasn't about anything physical so I'm the first one like no they really love each other for real like it's not a gimmick (laughs) no yeah Yeah. so it's a good thing to see it was a really you know good thing to you know have just a blessing to have been a part of it and just to still you know know everyone and like i said we're all still really close like even if we don't you know talk as much it's still like we're still silently rooting for everybody like it's like okay girl like i see you like you know like so it's a it's a good it's a good feeling do you talk to any of the men as it's like you know for the time yeah Uh Yeah. Yeah. did you think that you found love on there um at at that time I did <laughs> at, at one point, um, but the guy and I, um, we dated for a while after the show, probably like, you know, three or four months after the show. Okay. Um, and, you know, it didn't end up working out, um, but we, you know, like, I don't have anything bad to say, you yeah. know, about him. He's a good, like, he's, he, you know, he's a, you know, generally like a good person. Yeah. Like, I, didn't, I don't think they put any bad, you know, people on the show. Nope. You know, totally. so, I wish him the best. <laughs> All right. Well, before we wrap up, you know what? I forgot to ask you earlier. I mm-hmm. see you in a lot of pictures with the Migos. What's your relationship with them? If you care to talk about that. Okay. Yeah. I've been um, knowing them since they were like young, like young, young, like middle school. Like my little brother is, um, he's like really good friends with them. And they just like kind of childhood friends and like grew okay. up. And, you know, like he's a, you know, rapper as well. Um, shout out Migo Domingo. That's my little baby brother. Um, so for me, it's just still weird to see. Like, that's another thing. It's just like to see them 
and it's like now it's just like yeah wow you know because like you know y'all was outside playing and y'all <laughs> you know was like right coming up with music and it was like okay you know like okay like okay like this is a hit you know yeah and so i'm like really i'm really proud of them and really you know because at the end of the day they've all one thing i can say about them is they didn't leave anybody you know they stayed close like they didn't get up here and forget about you know like all of their friends and family so you know they're doing well like i'm really happy for them it's just crazy to see i'm like wow like you know i'll say got a wife and kids and it's just like right. I, I, I just the way that i think of them is not how the world thinks of them yeah, i guess for so sure. it's just like for me it's like it's like I get it, but it's like this is crazy. I guess just like I, I don't know, like it, it's crazy. But I'm like really happy for them, really proud of them. Yeah. Um, and you know they generally like they always you know do the right thing and do right by people. So you know blessings come when you you know live. I'm like pretty that. sure, and I'm pretty sure that gives you a different perspective looking at mm-hmm. celebrities and how you deal with them because you know you're on you're, you you you're riding the fence. You see, mm-hmm. you see where people come from. Know where me, people it come just from. Makes it like a thing where in my head like even from being it's just like being so close to you know like all of these people who are you know like success stories or who have made it or whatever like for me it just lets me know um like nothing is like unattainable like anything that you want yeah like because i've seen it like i've seen you know people be in the same situation as me and we're all dating and it's like wow like y'all are married like that's crazy like it's it's literally yeah. mind-blowing like seeing me go like starting off starting music and you know they rapping and it's like okay a song catches on and it's like okay y'all are the number one you know rap group in the country number one album like at one point so it's just crazy. like wow like what <laughs> like, it's just like you know that like it's just it's crazy like i don't even know how to describe it but you know, for me, it's like a warm, you know, like it's a warm feeling. It's just like, that's awesome. And it's just like, I just know that literally with hard work, like anything that you want, you can get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you put enough dedication behind it. You believe in it enough. Like it's the law of attraction. It's energy. It's power. Like it's going to come back, yeah. you know, like whatever you put out. So it's like people have to really make sure that what you're putting out is something that you're ready to receive back. So I don't put out anything that I'm not ready to receive back. I always try my best to be good to people. And, you know, people remember that. People remember how you made them feel. Like, at the end of the day... That's number one thing. If they don't remember person, nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. They don't remember nothing else. They remember how you oh, made yeah. it. You remember. Even if somebody did something shady and you can't remember what it was, you're like, I know they did something. I know. Yep. Because yep. that but energy exactly lives on. what it is. <laughs> But you're going to remember that, too. <laughs> yeah, because that energy lives on, man. That energy that yep. has. And that's what yeah, I'm, all sure. about, I'm all about energy. As soon as a person walks into the room, walks near me, I can tell you how you feeling before you might not even might even know how you feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. for real. That's how I And that's another thing. Like, you don't know. You have to be kind to people because you don't know what people are going through. Like, you yep. don't know how their day was. Like, you know, like that one thing that you do that's mean or just something you could have prevented, like it could send somebody over the edge. Yep. You know, so just always be kind with your words. Be kind to people. Be mindful of everybody may be going through something. And a lot of people may be going through it and are just really good at masking and not showing it. So, yeah. So just be, you know, it's not, it's free to be a good person. Like, look, <laughs> I follow Lil Duval on Instagram. He said something real today. He said, do you ever realize the people who are going through the most are the ones that never complain? It's always the ones that ain't really going through 
much of nothing. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The biggest complainers. And that's real. So you never know, man. You never know. And then you'll always realize too that whatever you're going through, like it's always somebody who's worse. Like somebody who's no. worse. And every time you're going through something, you gotta think like, okay, I went through something before and I came out and I'm fine. Like you gotta go through it to go through it. Sometimes yeah. the stuff that you go through, it's like it makes you stronger, it makes you better, it makes you more knowledgeable of what to do, what not to do. Absolutely. So you gotta use that as, you know, fuel and lessons, you know? Yeah. So yeah, and then yeah, you, and, and for me, like I don't want it if it's easy. Like I know, like oh yeah, ultimately when I get where, you know, I want to be, like in my career and my life, I'm gonna look back and be like, whoo, it took some shit, but I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, what I mean? Like it was hard, but I'm here. It, you you feel better about it when you work for it. You know? Yeah, that's a, listen. Denzel quoted it. He said, "Easy is more dangerous than hardship." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You just sail through. Nobody ever tell you nothing. You yeah. can't be corrected. Like, no. Nah. You're going to crash. Yep. And that's what a lot of young people have to learn, too. I keep saying young people like I'm the old auntie. <laughs> nah, <laughs> but I feel you because I'm I'm probably in your age bracket. So, yeah, I get it. I became the old auntie. Like, I'm <laughs> Nah. It happens fast. Enjoy y'all youth. You know, I mean, I'm still young, but I'm just like not as young as I was. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> You're wiser. Like, You're still young at heart. Yeah, I'm, You're wiser. I'm, I'm still young at heart, but I'm, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm still young at heart. Still very, you know, jovial and goofy and like to have fun. But it's like at the same time, I'm very grown, so I've yeah. been through some stuff that you know. Young at heart, wiser through experience, and that's it. You learn. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You're not a fool because you learn. Yep. Wiser. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. Well, that's a good way to end it, man. I, I really appreciate you coming on. I appreciate this conversation. It was really real, really grounded, real down to earth. Yeah. very open. Just like I like it when you kicking yeah. it with a cool card, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, you dropped a lot of gems that I, I know people can take away, even if mm-hmm. they're not looking to be in journalism or media or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, but I mean, it's just life, man. We just don't yeah. talk in life. Man. Anything great. you do, just give it, give it your all and just be, you know, consistent persistent you know if you hear no that's cool just keep going because i heard no a lot you know and it's like you still and it's just like okay cool that's not the you know rejection is sometimes redirection hey no no is an opportunity to be creative yeah like i'm a cussy and i'm the type of person like i'm gonna come up with something else okay cool no all right cool that doesn't mean (laughs) you know for me like that doesn't always mean no i'm like okay right that just means not right now like, not right now. That's all it means. Not right now. That's it. Yep. Yeah, man. Tell everybody where they can find you. Um, you guys can find go to my website and check out everything I have going on at www.itsebonyalexis.com. Um, everything is it's Ebony Alexis. If you need to contact me, you know, for interviews, business, it's Ebony Alexis at gmail.com, www.itsebonyalexis.com. My Instagram is itsebonyalexis.com. Twitter, like, I'm not really active. Like I told y'all, I'm old school. I can only work one thing at a time. But I'm about, to, <laughs> I'm about to, like, get, you know, try to get back on Facebook. Because I understand, like, it's like I learned how to do one thing. And then it's like, okay, this is too much. So I'm going to, you know, get back on Twitter. Everything is it's Ebony Alexis. So y'all, you know, check me out. Um, thank you for having me. Maybe we can, you know, collab and brainstorm and come up with something, you know, for work sure. together between the same field. So, yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely. Had to have you, man. So, yeah, keep in touch with me. I would love to collaborate with you. Okay. You know, think alike so we can, yeah, put something together, man. I'd love it. 
That's what's yep, up. let's do it. Let's do it. All right. I'm thanks, holding you to you. it. You hold me to it. I will. We'll collab. <laughs> All right. Happens. All right, bye. All right, peace. I appreciate you coming on. Hey, guys, thank y'all for tuning in. Once again, kicking it with Cool Car, episode 34. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's beautiful, man. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate you guys, man. Every episode, every episode, we're going to keep building. You never know who I will have. I'm going to keep bringing you that value. I'm going to keep bringing you realness. I'm going to keep bringing you good, genuine, transparent people who are doing their thing take away value. That's what it's all about. Until next time, y'all. Man, I'm out of here. Peace.